0: Welcome to another episode of the Who is VGT3 project. Today's guest is um, is anime royalty um, in, in my standards. He does a lot as far as the, the street wear that he provides. Anime is close to his heart. Um, Ozzy Oz, the virus of virus graphics, um, sat down with me. Over the weekend, and we we talked to great lengths about the individual journey on entrepreneurship, um, life, work balance. We talked about you know what anime you know means to him, and and we talked a lot about his upbringing and how his family has played a, a monumental role in, in providing a um, a structure for him to to develop his craft. And we just had a great conversation overall. I think about people I'd like to to do podcasts with, and with his with his reach, I was first afraid to to even ask the question, Hey, like do you want to get on a podcast? Um, because he is so in, influential? And when he r- responded, he, the the amount of excitement that I had to get him on the podcast was was tremendous. and I'm glad he he spent a little bit of time. With me picking his brain and and us having great conversations, I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed talking with him. Um, please reach out to him um, on virusgraphics.com. Support his brand, small business, and quality quality merchandise. I'm a big fan of his his work, his product, and if you know I promote it, you know damn well that I believe in it. And I believe in him as a uh, as an artist. So with no further ado, Ozzy the virus with virus graphics. All right man um for everyone that is listening to this i have some anime um, godlike personality with me um i have ozzy oz he is the man who is behind virus graphics they do a lot of streetwear in the anime community and his products are sought after by hundreds of thousands of people if not almost millions so hopefully I can get you get your name out there a little bit more in the mainstream um real quick before we dive deep into anything uh let everyone know who you
1: are uh I mean you said it perfectly man I'm, I'm, I'm Ozzy as the virus I'm a, a graphic artist um uh, I am touching and heavy into the anime lane right now but um outside of that I do so much more the anime lane is just kind of what's uh fueling the social media part of it you know like the the outlook of what I'm doing but outside of that you know I'm a uh, overall uh I would say I'm an overall talented person so like I could do art I used to do music videos photography you know but the the anime stuff is really what's thriving right now so yeah that's that's pretty much what I do. Yeah and, and to
0: to chime in on that too um I mean you do a lot of uh logo design for businesses um from what I understand and um you're really unconventional when it comes to just your thought process and how you kind of look at a business and then their logo and what it really means to the Mm -hmm. business and representing them. Um, You definitely have a a different mind from a lot of other artists who kind of just do the generic. Um, You, you go above and beyond. I know you had some work done for me not too long ago and I think it took a few weeks, but when I got it, I was like in awe because I kind of gave you a premise and then when I got the final product, I was just, it was exactly what I never thought I needed because when I had the idea in my head, I was like, okay, it's probably going to look like this. But when I opened that, I think it was like three in the morning, I opened it up and I was just floored. So
1: yeah, like those my hours. Yeah, definitely. That sounds about right. I definitely do text people at random nights at the hour, but um, random hours of the night. But
0: hey, I was up. I mean, I think me and you are alike. I mean, sometimes I'll i will see your stories in Europe at three, four in the morning, just grinding yeah. things out. Um, real quick, how did you, how did you like get into, to becoming such a dominant artist and, and how did that kind of take place? Where did that spawn from?
1: Uh, I, right. let's see, let's see, I'm trying to figure out how far to dive back. Um, if you ask like my parents and, and like, you know, like a lot of family members, they'll definitely say I've been drawing for a long time. Like they'll tell you since I was three or four. But, um, if we're going to fast forward a bit, uh, if we're talking just digital art, I really got into digital around 2007. At that time, I was in the seventh grade. And um, my auntie had got me a tablet. You know, This is the tablet that where you could plug it into your computer and what you draw on the tablet happens on the screen. And from there on, I just fell in love with the process, man. So from 2007 all the way up until today, a couple hours ago, 2020, you know what I mean? I'd I just been drawing on a tablet. I mean, I've upgraded the equipment since, but the same concept of just drawing digitally. So over time, does, I mean, from from Spawn
0: to, to where you're at now, what what are the things that you had to do to, you know, get better at that craft, just in dr- the drawing aspect of it?
1: Mm, well, the drawing has always been a natural thing. I think the biggest learning curve was just learning how to go from pen, pencil paper to just computer and understanding, you know, frame rates and, um, and space and memory, you know, and all that stuff, maxing it out to the most so it could keep up with your, you know, real time, you know, hand motions and strokes and guidelines and all that. You know, I think that took me some time because in the beginning, I didn't have the most powerful computers. So there was a lot of lag and delay and, you know, malfunctioning or the graphic chip can't handle all the, you know, so that that took some time. And, you know, uh, once I got more into it financially and invested into better, smarter equipment. It definitely uh, catches up with my um, with my uh, line work and strokes a lot better. So that took some time to learn, you know. So
0: what? So obviously, equipment is a big factor. I think in anything, um, especially when you know you're going from just kind of doing it as a hobby, and then you you mm-hmm. learn like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. What? When's the point where you know you start kind of investing in yourself and your craft? And then how, like, how did you turn just drawing as a hobby into a business and what you're doing right now?
1: Mm. Well, let's see when, so huh? Oh, you asked two questions. You're saying, okay, when did I turn it into a hobby? Basically. When, when did
0: you turn it into a business from being a hobby?
1: Okay. Uh, well, if we're going to go back, I've always had like an entrepreneur mindset. So uh, I took a break from drawing um, in high school a little bit because, uh, I want to say like after eighth grade, uh, you know, drawing. Because I used to, before taking digital real serious, I used to just draw pictures in a book, right? I used to have like this big book, have my dad photocopy my artwork, and I would sell them to all the kids in my school, like for like a dollar or $2 a copy. And, you know, all my friends and, you know, other students would love it. So I would uh, sell drawings and have enough for like lunch money for like the week or, you know, little stuff like that. But... I feel like I remember after eighth grade that kind of slowed down. Nobody was really into, you know, buying drawings anymore. And then I stepped into music, you know, with my friends, like making beats and shooting videos. So I took a a good three, four year break from, um, practicing my craft. I still was doing digital on the side for fun, but not like, you know, financially, um, you know, winning off of that as a, as a, as a, uh, as a teenager or anything. And from there, I've always just had the music and having like a little studio in my house and shooting videos, like basically taking the artistic craft, but putting it into something else. I've always had that to kind of back me as like a little side job. And what turned it from that into a hundred percent graphics was um, when I moved to Florida from New York. Cause when I moved to Florida, I didn't have any, um, I sold all my equipment for rent money. And I didn't have any clients for videos or music cause I had no equipment. All I had was my computer, my tablet from my um, aunt in like 07, and my clothes. So then that's when I was like, okay, let me just get back into the graphics. Cause this is literally all I got. And I just kind of went hard with that for the next five years, started those t-shirts two years into after moving. And I was able to transition it fully after moving cause I had no choice.
0: Yeah, I think um a, a lot of entrepreneurs share a lot of core values and a lot of fundamentals um dealing with entrepreneurs especially like at a young level you're saying like you're just kind of selling your drawings, you know, for lunch money. I mean, I was back in the day just like slinging Pokémon cards like if I got yeah. a pack of Pokémon cards and I, I got duplicates, like I would try to sell them to people and you know, whatever you can do to try to make some money. Yeah. Um and a lot of that's apparent to like in um urban communities and like poverty stricken areas where he's just trying to eat. Um, and from there it kind of spawns into like, yeah, I could I could probably sell, I can probably make some things. And then a lot of things with content creators as well. It's like, if you're good at one thing, you are usually good at some other things too. Cause you mentioned uh, music and, yeah. and doing that. And uh, I see that across the board with a lot of, um, creators, they just, they can, they can develop a craft and all kind of other different lanes. Um, so you You mentioned your family a lot, and I got the the chance to kind of talk to your dad at dreamcon last year how 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 impactful has their role been in kind of helping you grow to you know to your brand and and yourself your
1: uh, it's very impactful you know I have a daughter now, and it makes me you know realize like whatever she wants to do i gotta make sure i um put a hundred percent on you know, just just love and support into it the same way like how my parents did for me. Um, my dad definitely enrolled me into some Saturday classes, you know, with digital art, and that's what kind of really made me fall in love with it, because outside of learning it myself, I actually had someone teach me the real technical terms for it, you know, and just them always, like, liking my artwork or, you know, uh, hanging it up around the house as a kid to posting it on their social media and you know, trying to tell people about me, you know, like all that stuff helps, you know, like, because it, it makes you feel like you're doing something that's worth something in life, you know, because I, I realize we like a lot of people, you know, they may not get the full support from their parents. And then they, a lot of like the common story that comes up is that, okay, because my parents didn't support it. I didn't feel like I needed to go on with it. So, you know, having uh, your parents in your life support, what you do is, is, I would say a very crucial factor to, you know, whether you make or break it. I don't think it stops you but it's very crucial, you know?
0: I, I agree with that. I agree with that statement a lot. Um, I think me and you kind of come from different sides of the spectrum. Like my parents were, uh, weren't really supportive of anything. I mean, they weren't really around. I was in foster care. So mm. uh, obviously um, I would, I would assume the same that that having parents who can kind of guide you and help you, especially with the education system as it is with, not really supporting the arts as as much as I'd like um which I think we're starting to see a turn especially with social media but having parents that can kind of push you and and guide you and get you to where you need to be especially at a young young age can really give you a little bit of that confidence needed to to pursue Mm -hmm. things like being an entrepreneur I mean at one point being an entrepreneur wasn't um the the cool thing to do it was yeah yeah, go get a job work your mm-hmm. nine to five, work 20 years and then retire. But as we see now, a lot of people are making money other ways. So it's, it's more socially acceptable to be an entrepreneur. But at some points, I mean, especially coming off of uh, my last business venture, uh, a lot of people, you, they kind of subliminally prey on your downfall. Mm-hmm. So they can tell you so like, Oh, I told you, so you should have got a job. Um, But then, like, if you succeed, you have so many people right beside you saying, like, hey, like, I knew you could do it. But having your family there from from jump gives you a good ground, gives you, you know, they'll kind of tell you, like, hey, like, these are some of the things that will give you advice. They'll give you things that, you know, might become a shortfall if you don't take their advice. So I I agree with you. I think um, having family there, and somebody that you know you can trust help you through the process at a young age and kind of grow and develop you to to be confident in your craft.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. I I don't think it stops you if you don't have that, but I do feel like it's a it's a very important part. You know, you know, if you if you're if you're blessed enough to have it, you know, like make sure you cherish that and you do the most with it. And if you don't, you know, it, it might be a little bit of a harder. Um, I guess, hill to uh, overcome, but it's definitely not impossible. You know, I just, I'm just realizing that it it does help a lot, you know?
0: Yeah. You can get motivation from anywhere. I think, you know, coming from the opposite side, you want to prove those people wrong. You want to tell people like, Hey, I made it without Mm -hmm. you. So on either sides of the spectrum, if, I mean, if you are an entrepreneur and you have that in your DNA, I think you're correct. Like no one's going to be able to stop that grind. It's just a matter of choice. Or if you're going to make, like, the excuse, like, oh, well, they stopped me from doing something. Well, you're not taking accountability for your own actions. Because I think, especially nowadays, anyone can do anything. Like, especially if you put your grind to it, you put your head to the grindstone and you just you just make it happen. You know, things happen like that. A lot of people want it overnight, though. A lot of people think doing mm-hmm. it for three months, six months, even a year, like, oh, i'm if i don't make any progress well, i'm gonna give it up well then you probably weren't passionate from the beginning yeah
1: that's that's yeah that's that's a huge factor yeah like people have to realize it takes time you know we'll
0: we'll jump to um because you mentioned your daughter um congratulations on that i know Thank being you. a father is is something that is very um it's high up there you know especially for me i I love being a dad. It's probably the best job I could ever have. Um, mm-hmm. With you putting the the man hours into you know drawing and um, if you're st- are you
1: still making music right now? No, I, I stopped uh, when I moved five years ago. I, I kind of um, put that on back burner. It wasn't even really something I wanted to. I just did it because my friends was really into it. But I've True. always enjoyed it, you know. But you know, right now art is a uh, fueling everything getting me the most looks and just financially holding everything up so you know I'd rather just put my time in and you know things that's helping me go further right now
0: so with with that being said how are you juggling all that I know you know there's a lot of times especially like from from my personal experience there becomes an off balance a lot and sometimes you have to give more to a little bit and then if you see something else slipping, it's like you're always juggling one or two things at the same time. How, how are you doing? How are you doing it all?
1: Um, You just said it perfectly. It, it's it's a constant. Um, I don't even know the right words to say, because it it's like you said, it's so spot on. It's like you always have to just sit back and just reevaluate yourself and just figure out where you stand. Like, okay, am I doing this right? Am I putting enough time here? Am I not putting enough time there? So to be honest, I'm still going through it. Like I'll probably get it right for about, a week or so and then other factors come in where it kind of throws it off so as much as you may sit back and think that you oh yeah I got everything all together it's like it's it's a constant changing thing you know so I'm doing I would say I'm doing pretty well with it but there are some weeks where I'm just not there with everything whether it's work for my brand work for other people or you know even helping out with like the baby you know I try my best to just juggle all of it you know and doing a lot better now but it's definitely going to change so I just got to be ready for that change before that change comes you get what I'm saying
0: yeah no I that's one thing that I kind of had to look at too is you you always have to reevaluate you always have to kind of see like all right what's slipping where do I need to devote a little bit of time to and kind of rebuild that sector and then you know look at all right is everything balanced right now okay and then enjoy it while it lasts because you know it's not going to and exactly. then, you know, just reattacking and just reassessing. I think you 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 said it perfectly. It's just kind of always taking a step back, never getting too dialed in, too tunnel vision to where, you know, you're letting other aspects of your life slip because that's where the problems start, you know, happening where now just one thing is falling apart. Well, then you look and then now other things are falling apart too. So a lot mm-hmm. of it is really just, you know, never never resting on your laurels, as they say, and just always being cognizant about all right, I got everything together right now, but being prepared for you know something to go away right. because you know um, being a business owner something always happens um, something needs to get done something needs to get upgraded and then you you know go home and you know you gotta watch wash the baby for a little bit and then you got yeah. clients as well that you're doing logos for and I know you personally. Cause I was itchy, but I understood the process. I bet you got people already already in your DMs like, "Hey, like, where's my artwork? It's been two weeks." I even I even saw you do a post about it like, "Hey, like, this takes time. Like, I'm drawing this from scratch. Like, you don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't something that a lot of a lot of people use like templates. Um, and I see this a lot now too, like in graphics designs, they'll use like a template and then they'll just change it a little bit. But you're really, I mean, when you draw, you're drawing it from from jump.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, I'll, I'll be honest. I do have a couple little tricks. I don't, I don't want to say like full on templates, but I do have like um, certain like little effects that do help save time. Like let's say if I'm drawing, you know, people as like a super Saiyan, I do have, you know, auras and rocks and little effects I may reuse. I'll be very honest about that because I need to figure out how to save time. You know, I have to be efficient, but still put out quality work, you know, but if we're talking about the figures and the faces and the the positions and everything else that that's still a from scratch uh process but um the put together i, I would say is, is a uh is a template format but you know i try not to make it look so template formatted you know I try to give every piece its own character but still within the same style you know yeah i, I
0: mean i I could understand that too and, and especially with the anime community um there's a lot of um over you know overlay to a lot of things you know the auras and and some of the, yeah, the backdrops absolutely. but I mean I've looked at pretty much all your designs that you put on social media and like I don't when you get down to the details of each individual piece of work like the, if you are having a template for it I mean you've probably put a lot of time into that template because
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I mean you're you, like th- that's one thing about artists that i appreciate a lot is you can you can appreciate you may not know how much they've kind of put into it as far as hours because you're not really taking into account like when you're thinking about something that's that takes time too when you're kind of pondering on like all right how do i want this to look that takes a lot of time probably more time than it does to even draw it because you do want to make it unique to the individual Mm -hmm. or their brand So I take a lot of, uh, I think about thinking a lot and how long it takes somebody to really conjure up an idea because sometimes I have an idea in my head for three, six months on something that I want to try to work on and then it manifests itself and then it takes another, you know, year or so. And, you know, a lot of people don't appreciate that time, but, you know, coming from you know me i i I can see like you're putting quality work out there and uh, you know Mm -hmm. as as somebody that appreciates art i appreciate what you do in the the community speaking of that you you said earlier like anime is kind of feeling the the fire for you just as far as you know paying the bills and and keep you know keeping you uh on social media You know with the following that you have what kind of role does anime play like in your in your life
1: um sure honestly uh it's my biggest inspiration art wise you know um even as like a kid like um I remember the first time I seen like a Dragon Ball Z episode like I want to say like sixth grade maybe a little younger No, actually, I think before that, I want to say like maybe third or fourth grade. I don't know. I just remember being young, you know, staying up a little later than you're supposed to. And then tsunami comes on. And the next thing you know, you just see these guys just fighting in blood. I think it was the Freezer saga I was watching. And um, I was just so inspired as a kid because it's like, yo, what is this? So from then on, I just watched it. And, you know, uh, it just kind of just took over my life like more. It's like an art stop. You know what I mean? Like, I just love the way how their hair was drawn, their eyes. I would draw it every day at school, after school. And that that's the only anime I really knew about for a long time. I didn't really branch out my catalog to, like, high school, you know? And I didn't really branch it out a lot more till the shirts came along. But um, I was always just, you know, inspired by the art. Like, I used to pick up um, books about drawing, you know, generic anime characters and just practice and just have fun with it. It, it was just such a cool unique way to just draw people I just fell in love with it and um, today yeah it it, uh, it feels everything you know like um, I just enjoy just taking people's favorite characters adding my own spin to it you know adding like an urban cultural spin to it that just makes it dope and relatable to anybody you know and uh, I just enjoy that man it's just it's just fun to take something that you love to draw and things that other people like and just mash it together.
0: Yeah, there's there's a there's a beautiful serenity when you're able to do something that you love, that you would get, you know, that you wouldn't take a dollar for, right? And then being able to kind of put that into a business and see the reactions on people's faces, or, or you know, you get those likes and people are feeling what you're putting out there. Um, I appreciate somebody that can get something that they're passionate about that they can also make money off of. So that's, you know, especially with what you're doing. I mean, I see a lot of people on social media that, that wear your brand and, you know, hopefully through the years, it becomes something that's like a mainstream thing. Um, Dragon Ball Z was probably my first one too. Um, Sailor Moon as well. I know that you yeah. just put, you know, you're you're putting something together. Um yeah,
1: definitely working on that one.
0: But uh yeah, those were like my big ones when I was like a little kid. And then one thing I wanted to mention too is, you know, when we were kids, we kind of just watched it for the action. Mm-hmm. But and you probably know this now too, like when we watch anime now, like we understand the message. Like I watched a lot of the old Dragon Ball Z now and like they're just trying to teach us stuff <laughs> you yeah, know there's a lot uh, of life lessons that are in like anime and like cartoons and things and you know our yeah. parents didn't get it you know but now like as an adult like i i got three little kids too and uh they're like oh dad like, we want to watch this i'm like all right but look see this is what they're trying to teach you in this this episode you know so it's just like yeah um no, i no, think i agree Dragon Ball Z, I think, is, like, a number one for a lot of people, and then over the years, like like you said, you just kind of build your catalog, um, and and just understand, you know, there's so many animes out there, and luckily now, um, there's a lot of communities behind it. I know for a while, it was kind of, like, taboo. You couldn't talk about, like, in cartoons, but now yeah, it's yeah. so mainstream, especially, like, when you yeah, have yeah, the yeah. the Marvel, and Here's you have the DC Universe, and, like, you get these... Full motion pictures you know i i enjoy the culture that we're in now, but a lot of people I'm like you you, you guys just got on this train like we we've been here since day one, yeah you know, you've been yelling at the nerds, and now you guys are like in comic book movies and stuff like that, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: so with uh twenty twenty I mean the first month is on you know almost up, I know that you're about to head into a heavy uh convention circuit you um, know how how is that like being you know traveling so much? To all those conventions
1: um, it's my actually this is actually my first year doing um five so i did Con for the first time in 2018 you know that was uh what's it called um was yeah that, that was my first convention that year then next uh, the year after 2019 i did two uh Con and um uh, dreamcon so now um now that i'm more confident Oh, I remember I was going with this. Okay, so in the beginning, I wasn't too confident how well my shirts and stuff would do in the beginning, you know, because I'm only really three years in with this uh, business of the shirts, you know? I'm more years in with the artwork than the shirts. So I only did one that year just to kind of test to see how it does in public, how people feel about it. You know, do they like it? Is it something that they're willing to buy? Next year, I did two. And now that I've built a lot more confidence and I know people like the brand, it's, it's growing. There's a lot more supporters. I uh, built up enough confidence to do five and, and invest into five of them, you know, along with my wife and, you know, my family that helps me travel, like, to just make it all happen. Yeah, I, I can tell you, if, if
0: if your tour is like anything like I saw at DreamCon, I think you'll be just fine. I mean, the whole time, I was there for the whole weekend, and every time I kind of, like, walked through, yeah, I mean, your booth was full. So, and I know some people don't get a lot of love at, at conventions. Cause you know, whether they're new artists or, or if there's just hotter brands out there, but I mean, you had the, you had the, uh, you got two shirts out of me. I bought two shirts while I was there. Um Just the, the quality of your shirts. And, and I think that goes back to preparation. I mean, you had to go out and find, you know, distribution and, and, and companies that, you could trust that you would think mm-hmm. other people would would enjoy, and I mean, these are the best shirts that I have. Like I, I wear these shirts almost as much as I wear work shirts, just because they're soft, they're they last. Like you know, I wash them all the time, and nothing's nothing's happened. The, the the best quality. I mean, I wish I could. I wish more shirt companies like cared as much as you do about the quality of your shirts. But yeah. I mean, that's what that's what separates you. That's what separates you from from the rest of them.
1: And I think that's what kind of um, gave me more confidence to do five this year, because at first it's like, you're right, uh, you know, me and my wife and my team, you know, we've just been putting a lot of effort into making sure the quality is on point now because I get them made in America and not overseas, you know, it's very pricey to make them. So that's the part that was scaring me. It's pricey to make it. So the retail price has to be, you know, even more, you know what I mean? you know, not to like disclose like actual numbers, but the price to make one is almost the price to just buy like a normal one at a con. You get what I'm saying? So I have to go even higher to make a profit. So I was a little nervous in the beginning, like, okay, are people going to spend this kind of money? It, you know, I felt like some people in the beginning thought I was just charging that money just to be, you know, asshole or so. And they not really knowing. I know a lot of effort goes into this. This is not just, you know, just marking the price up to just, you know, eat off people's pockets. This is actually just just enough to make a decent, you know, amount out of it because it costs so much to make. There's stitchers, sewers, um, the sublimation machine to print all over from the neck down to the bottom. Um, the machine that cuts it, that cuts the the shirt out of the polyester. There's a lot of tools and stuff that go into making the shirt. So I was a little worried that, you know, are people willing to pay this money for the artwork and also the fact that it's just a t-shirt? So um, what I was trying to say with all of it is, you know, it, it, it was a little uh, scary at first stepping into doing cons, but, you know, I know all the work I put into it. You obviously tell me you love the quality, the shirt's still there. And if, if that's uh, the best shirt you have, then that's good. Like, that makes me feel like I'm doing something and all the work we put in is actually worth it.
0: Yeah, like, like I said man, I mean I'm not here to blow smoke up anyone's ass. I love the shirts I love the quality I love the design I you know at, as someone that appreciates art I mean the, these are works of art that you're wearing and uh, you have thank you you have a lot of different variations you, you're always coming out with new stuff and then you, like you you care about the fans so like you you kind of put out limited edition like you, I mean you're doing it all. And you're making it seem effortless, but I know that a lot of, you know, man hours, a lot of thought process goes into it. So I mean, like I said, man, I appreciate kind of what you're doing for the culture, um, especially like on social media. I mean, you're you're always, you know, kind of showing us what you're what you're getting into, your thought process. I know you're doing little sneak peeks here and there and exclusive drops. Um, you're you're definitely one for the culture, and I think a lot of people understand that and they appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, cause that that that's that's what you gotta do if if you you know generally want people to, you know, um, be a part and enjoy what you're doing. You know, like uh, like you said, I I try to post little sneak previews of um what I'm working on so I could get people excited or you know let them know like oh he actually listened to me like a lot of stuff, uh, that I draw like from other animes I've never watched were really suggestions. So I really listen to what people ask for. I may not do it tomorrow. I may not do it next month. I may not do it six months from now. But eventually I try to get all these requests out, you know, that people are hoping to see. And um, I feel like that's what helps uh, helps social media or at least the name, you know, Ozzy as the virus grow. Like I want people to know, look, he's a genuine guy. I try to answer all DMs, whether it's a question about shirts, um, shipping, or just to tell me, hey, I got my shirts in today and I love it. Or I picked up a poster at this store that sells your work that you approve of. I try to just let everybody know, look, I appreciate it. Like, thank you, you know, because, um, you know, people people who support you are the ones that make you, and you don't ever want to make them feel like you don't appreciate them appreciating you. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I, I totally understand that. You, uh, you've
0: you been working with a lot of different um, – I mean, I, I know that you've worked with a lot of celebrities in the past, and then you just actually closed a deal not too recently with iPick. Um, the one in New York there's one oh, in New York yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the one in Orlando um, what does that what does that say about like what do you take away from from that
1: uh I don't I'm just happy man like because uh you know if, if you know my whole story a lot of people steal my artwork like every day every day I guarantee you at least three to four times every day I get a message from you know a follower or a supporter, or someone who just journal likes my stuff that, hey, I was on, you know, my Instagram today and my Facebook and I seen this ad and your name's not on it. And it's a stolen shirt or a stolen poster or a stolen bedsheet, sneakers, all, all type of stuff or phone cases, especially things I've never actually, you know, authorized to put together on my own yet. So to know that a store is willing to, you know, sell my products with my permission and And, you know, some type of uh, compensation or percentage, you know, given for every sale, it makes me feel like, okay, you know, like, this is at least I could say, like, this store isn't stealing from me, you know what I mean? And I approve of this. And it's also another lane for people to discover me without being on social media. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, in person, in real time. Like, I've met people like, hey, I was just at Universal today. I seen all your artwork on the back wall, and I just had to follow you, and now I'm checking out your shirts. Like, that's nothing that I could, that, that, um... I call it street marketing, like that street market, you can't really always do through social media. So it's like I'm I'm excited because I feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds, you know? Reference or people tagging me on social media and then people walking into the store and seeing some stuff right then and there. You know what I mean? So it's it's just amazing. Yeah, there I mean there's there's a
0: thin line like when like from the aspect like I would appreciate someone Wanting to go out and maybe imitate my work, but at the same time, like you're not giving credit where credit's due. You know they yeah. say like imitation is the best form of flattery, but like to a point, like I don't believe that because you know they're misusing what you're putting the hours in for. They're just taking that and they're they're profiting off of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, but
0: to to see you kind of in these stores and and I it kind of makes it. I'm not saying it's giving you a little bit more of like, yeah, this, I'm a mainstream person. Like I'm not just, you know, this guy in the basement dealing shirts. Like I'm a real business and these companies are going to work with me. And when it, it kind of hampers that when, when you have other individuals out there who just see you for your talent and then they kind of take that and they utilize it for their own, you know, own benefit. I think credit is, is the number one thing in the game. And to be able to to partner with you know ipic and being able to work with those celebrities um i know like Charlemagne the god like i know that you went out there and hung out with them
1: um oh, i don't know I, I didn't i didn't actually oh know. no
0: he uh but he, he got your artwork right yeah like, yeah, definitely I,
1: yeah. Artwork. I have a friend up there that um that works uh or records i forgot what he does he does something like in in person with Charlemagne and you know, he told me, hey, you should draw something for Charlamagne. I'll give it to him. And I just said, all right, cool. Okay. Guess,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that clears that up. Yeah. Um, but, you're, I mean, really, you're just about the culture, man. You're just, like, drawing, and And, yeah, I, I, like, when I see other people succeed, I feel like I'm succeeding as well. Because, like, I, I just want people to shine. And mm-hmm. when I'm able to support an artist or support a business or a brand that I truly believe in, and they get you know where they're at I'm like okay they're, they're doing stuff and I like it, it It makes me happy I don't think there's anything other than my kids that makes me happier than seeing other people you know break through and succeed especially in a competitive world um I, I think I, I think you're doing amazing things um for your for your tour right now that you're that you're about to embark on, where are you where are you all going? So so if people are in those areas, they can they can check you out.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. oh uh, let me pull it up. I mean, it's not too many, but you know, I have to start, I gotta remember everything. Hey
0: man, five is better than none. Yeah, you know, you're <laughs> you're, you're right, out right. there doing it, man.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Five is better than none. I got that's how I gotta look at it i just said not too many because it's like i'm I don't know, i'm so used to like you know like when rappers going toward it's like 30 cities and you know it's like all right mine's is five but you're absolutely right five is better than none so that's how i gotta look at it but to start um oh also th- this may change uh because i've applied to a few more places these are just the five that you know table is paid for you know hotels taken care so i'm definitely going here you know so this you know, this uh, this list may expand, you know, or just in case something happens, uh, you know, hopefully nothing happens where they cancel. But as of right now, you know, in this current time, these are the five that's for sure. Like, I'm going there no matter what. You know what I mean? So the first one is uh, Plus Ultra Expo. That's February 15th to the 16th. It's a two-day con in Plano, Texas. Uh, that should be good. Um I know some people that put that together are some of the same people that put together Kamehameha Con. So, you know, hopefully the way how they market Kamehameha Con, they could translate that into, you know, plus ultra. So that should be good. The next one, I'm gonna be in my hometown. Well, for now, Orlando, Florida, March 7th for my con. Uh, after that, I gotta go back to Texas to Kamehacan, the third one in Irving, Texas, May 1st to the 3rd. And after that, gotta go back to Texas again for June for Waco, Texas. Sorry, Waco, Texas, and you know, for DreamCon. And then I'll be back in Florida for Otaku Fest, Miami, July 4th to the 5th.
0: Yeah, man. And I'll put all your social in the description and uh, you know, links to those. So if people are in those areas, they can definitely reach out. Um, I, I advise everyone to to come see, man. Um, a lot of uh, my family members, you know, my brothers, they're like, I, I need one of them shirts. And I'm like, you you, you got to know somebody. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, um, I appreciate you speaking with me, man. Is there, a, is there anything that like I, I should have asked that I didn't before we get off of here?
1: Oh, wow. I didn't even realize this, what, it's been an hour. It's already. about an
0: hour. Yeah. The time flies when you're in the zone, man.
1: That's crazy. I didn't even realize that. I'm thinking, like subconsciously, I'm thinking that it's been like 20 minutes. I right, think-
0: right. I hear it.
1: That's crazy. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is there to touch on? Um, we talked about anime. What, what it means to me. Uh, I don't know. You I mean, got any other questions? Any topics or?
0: Uh, No not right now but I'm always going to leave the the door open for you man if you have anything like that you want to get off your chest or something that you want to talk about you're always you're always welcome to come back and you know you know where to find me I appreciate you taking time out for me um, I know that you're gonna you're gonna kill it on the road this year um, and I yeah, look forward yeah. to seeing what you're going to accomplish this year because I mean what I've seen over the last year is I mean you you've you've grown a lot just just as far as just being an artist and being an entrepreneur and now, you know, being a father and, and taking care of, you know, taking care of the home front and doing all those things, man. Um, But yeah, if anything comes up, man, you're always welcome to come back on the show. And then if I have anything for you, if there's any, you know, new anime coming out or any new projects you got going on, man, just just feel free to hit me up, man. I always keep it open for you.
1: Yeah, just let me know. And um, all right, cool. For like a little last quick topic, um, I definitely do plan on um, putting out my own uh, manga right now, my own anime, you know, also like, because um, as much as I love, you know, these characters that I grew up with and I love and everything, as an artist, there's still like this uh, part of me where it's like, look, like, it's not truly mine. You get what I mean? Like I could put my own spin on it however much I want, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's not really mine. So my bigger you know uh playing our picture right now is to put together something I could definitely call mine like my own original characters and story and you know me and my wife are like writing it right now I'm doing character designs and everything I don't have much on it right now but that's definitely like the big overall goal to slowly transition into that and um you know I'll still always draw you know people's favorite anime characters but I definitely want something at the end of the day that I can call mine you know yeah, you know what? I actually was gonna ask that
0: question. I was I was gonna ask if you were gonna get into like comics or, or MAGA. manga. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's fitting for you. Um, especially I think if you have the the creative, the creative thought process already there, especially when you're putting spin on characters, you know, there's really nothing stopping you from kind of creating your own thing. So, um, I'm glad that you you um, brought that up because I I was thinking about that while we were talking for a little bit as. When is he going to when is he going to make his own uh anime characters?
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 coming. It's on it's, the way. Uh, it's just right now. I'm just taking advantage. Like just taking advantage of the fact that um I'm just growing uh I I would say yeah, definitely like a loyal fan base of people who just like me as like a person or an artist. You know, I'm just taking advantage of just um uh, bringing people in off of uh you know other characters and other ideas that I have. So when I actually do put together my own it's like the Support is already there, you know, at least for a percentage of them. Some people may be like, Okay, he's not drawing my favorite anime characters anymore. I ain't gonna, you know, subscribe to this guy. But I'm hoping that people who generally do like the style and the artwork or me as a person will look into, you know, what I got coming up next for myself. So that's uh, what I'm aiming for, you know, in the long run.
0: So, so you think uh, it'll be off
1: before the end of 2020? Uh, I doubt it because I used to animate you know, around the time I told you, I got into graphics, so I know it takes time, you know, I got to build a team, I got to, it's a lot of stuff, you know, I got to kind of just do it all on my own with my own investment, you know, from a profit from shirts or commissions, you know, I got to just come out of pocket for a lot of stuff, but I know what it takes, I know the process, like the back of my hand, I just got to put in the work to actually make it happen, so that's like, like the next challenge for me, you know, as like an artist, to just bring this to life, so I want to say if we're going to you know, uh, go into perspective of what I would hope, I would hope to have like a manga, a couple of volumes or chapters by like the end of 2021, you know, have some books out, like maybe like a good three or four, and then get started on the animation process from my knowledge and bringing other people in by like 2023, 2024, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I've, uh, I've actually been writing this book for like the last two years and I was
0: like, Oh, I'll finish it in a year. But you, <laughs> but things like, you know, it takes, it takes time. As you said, it takes said. time. It, it takes time. And you know, not every day I can, can kind of, you know, sit down and, and get on the keyboard. So it's yeah, it, it takes time for, for it takes great time things. Um, real quick, man, dro- drop your social in here. And like I said, I'll put them in the description. But yeah. well, where where can people find you and in, in, in your brand?
1: Uh yeah, if you want to check me out, like if you just want to see about like the shirts and everything or you know the artwork, uh you could definitely follow me at Ozzy Oz underscore D A underscore V Y R U S Ozzy Oz the Virus. Um it has all the kanji letters that stand for virus graphics. Um if you just wanna just strictly look at just the brand and the products and the shirts and you know promotions and possible codes that's out. You could definitely follow virus underscore graphics, V Y R U S underscore Graphics. Um, that's where, you know, it's mostly about the shirts, but obviously as the virus will have um logos I've done for people, stuff I'm working on, you know, more of like an insight on me as an artist, you know.
0: All right, perfect. And then uh virus, virusgraphics.com, that's where they can uh purchase some some uh,
1: yeah some shirts. Yeah, yeah, I have a code right now going out if you ever want to share it with people or put in, you know, description or whatever. Uh, the code right now is 4BAY. Uh the number 4 B A E all capital letters that could get you 15% off for the Valentine's Day. You know, if if you are you and your, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend or you know whatever is into um anime, you could just get each other some shirts, you know, get 15% off or you could just get, you know, them a shirt you know, and, just, you know, get it for a discount. Take advantage of that while it's still uh, valid. I think it should be valid till the first week of February, but, you know, for Bay. There you go.
0: Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate your skill set. I appreciate you as a person, Um, and I appreciate you coming on, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I said, you support me. I support you however I can.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. You guys have a good night.